Petersfield's Shine Radio. I'm Julie Butler for Petersfield Shine Radio and I'm speaking to Councillor Rob Humby, the leader of Hampshire County Council. Rob, good afternoon. Really lovely to speak to you. What I want to speak to you about today is the consultation that the County Council have put out to all residents about the future services that you have got a budget shortfall that you're looking at at the moment, haven't you? Absolutely, yeah, quite, yeah. There's a lot to digest in this when I when I look through it, and I must confess I haven't actually completed the consultation myself yet. Um, if you could just give me some of the main sort of my main bullet points that you think and, and where we are and why we've got to do why you've got to do what you're you're doing at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing to say is I hope you do manage to complete the consultation, Julie, because it's really important. As many people as possible do do that. We want to know everybody's views. So I would encourage as many people as possible to fill it in. I think if you want to look at the sort of key messages about the consultation in general, everybody's well aware that council budgets are under, well, under major pressure. And clearly that means uh, soon our finances won't be able to cover all the things that we've done in the past. We need to find £132 million worth of savings by April 2025. And that means there will be some very difficult decisions um, that we have to make. And what we've got to make sure is that we, you know, we can't leave any stone unturned. So other authorities, and this is a national thing, are all having to, to look at their costs. And what I can tell you is and our costs keep going up. And next year, our costs will increase a further £152 million. So you can see that. A lot of that is inflation, but a lot of that is also in, in the services like we do in social care, specifically, clearly around adults, but the real pressures are in children's social care. So that's why we're having to go through the consultation, and we legally have to set a balanced budget. So that's why we're going through this process, Julie. Right, OK. Because when you look at this, there's an awful lot, I, when I look through it, that looks like it's going to affect quite a lot of our, I would say, more of our vulnerable residents, like the community transport and... You know, the adult social care, um, I know that that's a huge budget and a lot of what you've got is statutory, but the other stuff that you haven't got that's not statutory that you're, you're going to have to look at? So I think what, what we need to be very clear is, is that we legally have to set a balanced budget. Yes. And I think that unlike a lot of other things, I mean, you could argue in terms of like the NHS, I know they have to work to budget, so they'd have to set a legal, you know, uh, budget from that point of view or stay within that. And it's even like in terms of the military, they have a similar sort of situation. But we have to do that. So we have to look at what is the legal minimum. Now, none of us comes into doing this role absolutely to deliver less. But at the moment, we're being asked to deliver more with less money. So as I said to you, we have to make some really difficult decisions. But I must stress, this is a consultation that can run right up to the end, the end of March. And we would then have to go through that consultation and analyse that and see how we can look at all those options and listen to what, you know, everybody, all the public has said so that we can make those decisions. But we still clear that we have to set a balanced budget. Do you think you're going to get any more support from government? Because obviously it, it's, a, it's a domino effect, isn't it? You get whatever you get from government comes down through to the counties, through to the various levels of um, of council authorities, do you think there'll yep. be any more coming from government? 
Well, we did a lot of work with what's called the CCM, the County Council Network, where working with them and lobbying government, and I have to say, got good support from our Hampshire MPs. I think we had nearly half of our MPs sign a letter that went to the Prime Minister and the Chancellor pointing out exactly what the situation was. And then you'll see a little while after that, there was an announcement um, out of the normal sequence of, of funding, the, the sort of the process of funding local authorities, a £600 million. Now, our share of that, and that is a lot of money, is approximately, we just heard actually confirmation, it's about £10 million. Now, clearly that helps. But when you think we'll be putting in £135 million from our reserves, we will now be putting £125 million in. So it all helps, but there's still a massive hole that we have to fill. So we will still go through the process, but there might, it does give us a little bit more flexibility than we had prior to that announcement, really, yeah. Yeah, right. OK, that's 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 really useful to know. Um, I mean, obviously, things like the, the recycling centres, um, and that's obviously come up on very high on the social media platforms when I've looked at it. And of course, the road maintenance with the potholes. I know you got some yeah. money through from government for that, but obviously that is just a mere tip on the iceberg, isn't it, when it comes to potholes? Yeah, it is. And we put in last year uh, the authority we put an additional £7.5 million a year in um, for the next three years. And then also, you're quite right, we did get some additional funding from the central government. That was um, £4 million this year and £4 million the next year, and then some after that, which is fantastic news. And, and again, very grateful for the government support there. But there has been underfunding in highways, you know, in highways authorities for successive governments over many, many years. And clearly what that has done is built up a, a backlog of, effectively, of repairs. On top of all that, if you look at, I mean, you'll, you know how many storms we've had recently. Yeah. And when we get that huge, um, you know, rainfall that we get and freezing, causing further damage to the road, there is a massive backlog to catch up on. I have to say, I think Hampshire's done uh, better recently with that, with that additional funding. But clearly it takes quite a long time not only to, you know, you've got to plan all that maintenance, you've got to plan all those repairs and make sure you've got the people, machinery and materials to be able to do that as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, the weather's not certainly helped your cause in any in any shape or form, has it really? I must admit, I agree with you on that one. Um, so do you, I mean, looking across the different um, county councils across the country, I mean... Yeah. Your plight is the same as everybody else's plight, isn't it? You're all in the same position. And I think when I looked at it, Hampshire isn't that low down the list in comparison to some of the others. I think there's some worse in a worse position than Hampshire, I believe. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we look at a two-year budget cycle. Most Many authorities, I shouldn't say most, many other authorities look at a one-year, one-year on uh, to, look, to look at their budget. We forward forecast for two years. And I think you will have known, having seen the press, that I've been quite vocal in saying to the government exactly what our position is and where we would be. And we've con consistently said, or been saying, that by the time we get to 25-26, it will be extremely difficult to balance the budget. Hence why we are now going through this consultation process. Many, many other authorities are having to make 
savings this year to balance their budget, and that's in-year savings. That means, Julie, that they're unplanned, and that is a really difficult place to be. So I think we've been very prudent over the last 10 or 11 years. We've built up reserves for when it's a rainy day, and it sure is raining now. So we are able to utilise those reserves to balance the budget. Many other authorities are not in that position because they haven't made those tough decisions early on. So I can honestly say Hampshire's in a better position than most. Having said that, when we get to 25, 26, unless things change, it will be very difficult for us, as I say, to balance our budget. Right. Okay. And I'm guessing along with all of this, you're going to be looking at council tax? Yes. Okay. So we had our cabinet meeting uh, yesterday where the recommendation from cabinet was to take forward to full council the maximum rise of 5%. And that is a 3% council tax, and 2% of that is, is uh, allocated specifically for adult social care. So that will be uh, the 5%. And, and if I tell you that 1% of council tax in Hampshire equates to just over £7 million, but you've already seen we've got a £132 million shortfall. So the council tax clearly helps but it's not the sole answer. The whole issue about this is we need a long-term sustainable funding solution for local authorities. And that's something that all my colleagues right across the country, I think, you know, have been and will continue to ask for that we look at the whole process of how local authorities are funded. Bearing in mind, as I say, you think that the increase in demand, I mean, specifically in children's service, services, and that very complex needs that some of our children have. And quite rightly, that's our priority, the most vulnerable resident in Hampshire. Yeah, and that's really good to hear. So one last question from me then, if I may, Rob. Yep. Once the consultation closes, which is in March, isn't it, I believe, yep. the 31st yep. of March? Um, right. And you're the, obviously then you're going to look at it. And how long is it going to take, do you think, before the outcome um, that people will know what's going to stay and what's going to be cut will happen? So there will be, there is a fairly lengthy process, as you can imagine. So, I mean, that's why I keep repeating, I want as many people as possible to, you know, to fill the consultation in. But I think we then need to analyse all that, look at certain areas and where those key things are. And you're quite right, there has been a lot of interest, we already know this, in the um, HWRCs as well. I think we then go to uh, uh, cabinet meetings towards, I think it's about the first, second week of June, where those decisions will then have to be taken. But there's a lot of work to do before we get there. And I stress, absolutely, no decisions have been made. We need to get the consultation, we need to get all the information, all that data, analyse that, and then that will all go through the officer group and members as well before we go to Cabinet in, in the first week of June. And even then you have to remember those decisions are made then, whatever that may be, and then there will still be a period of time before they are actually implemented, before you see the effect literally on the ground, so to speak. So it's a long way off, but it is a long process to do that. But it's quite proper and correct that we do that now because we already know that when we get to 25, 26, as I've said previously, it will be very challenging to balance our budget.
Rob, thank you very much for your time. I wish you um, and the council all the best because I think you've got an awful lot of work ahead of you. But thank you for taking the time to speak to me this, uh, this afternoon. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolute pleasure, Julian. Thank you very much. The next station is Shine Radio. Hi, it's Richard Latto here, bringing you the legendary Stereo Underground every week here at Petersfield Shine Radio. It's an indie and alternative heaven right here every Thursday night. Stereo Underground with Richard Latto is now arriving at Shine Radio. Thursday nights from 10. Mind the gap, please.